just admit it, you missed me. I'm Jessica Stewart, and this is Raging Lady Boner. hello welcome back or I guess I should welcome myself back Uh, it has been a while tax season swallowed me up for a bit there and then time just got away from me and honestly I kind of spent a while rethinking what I wanted this podcast to be about I personally have gotten a little exhausted mentally from following politics these days and keeping up with it and I still do but Sometimes it's hard to always be on top of it and debate people about it and keep my mental health intact. So, for a bit of a change of pace, we are going to be talking to some awesome women that I have met and have known who are doing really cool things. I hope you find it as inspiring as I do. And if you know any cool women who would like to be a part of this, uh, who would like to be interviewed on my podcast, just give me a shout. Katie's here. She's really cool. And today we're going to talk about a lot of things. <laughs> but Yay. first, um, Katie is a really successful photographer. Thanks. She's done a lot of cool stuff recently. Didn't you like work with uh, Jeremy Cowart not too long ago? Well, I was photographed by him. Right. You yes. Like, that was that's fun. cool though. Yeah, it was really fun. It was, it's always an interesting experience to be on the other side of the camera. Uh-huh. And I wasn't as nervous because it was only 15 minutes and it was uh, shoulders up. Yeah. But I was still a little nervous. That's cool. So, like, how did you how did you get that? Like, did you just, do you know him? Are you friends? <laughs> I have met him a few times, but he is actually offering those portrait sessions because um, he is raising money to build a hotel, which is amazing. <laughs> um, so he just started opening up portrait sessions to the public which isn't something he had necessarily done before that's really cool well they were cool photos and you have a photography company called katie snyder photography which we're gonna talk about today (laughs) you have kind of a cool name so it works (laughs) (laughs) nothing quite so so uh special as jessica stewart so um (laughs) uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you sure um so my photography my 
sorry, my wedding work is at katiesnyderphotography.com. My blog is katiesnyder.com, and that's a lot more encompassing. That's got commercial work, some personal writing of mine, just everything's kind of on there. So years and years of work. So that's a good one to check out. Um, my Twitter handle is Katie Snyder and my Instagram is the Katie Snyder. <laughs> the Katie, Katie Snyder. Snyder was taken. Well, now you're <laughs> the, the OG. Hey, there we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, you've been doing photography for 14 years? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> weird (laughs) (laughs) I think it's weird to do anything for that long yeah kind of so like what got you into photography originally so honestly um I started college and had declared a major and a minor but you know that changed quickly based on professors and such um and one of my friends one day was like hey I'm going to major in photography Mm -hmm. and I was like that's the coolest thing I've ever heard and I I had literally never crossed my mind before we didn't have a lot of art classes in my high school or anything like that um so yes super tiny private college and so we went and talked to the professor and I was able to you know kind of weasel my way into that program and ended up minoring in it which was just six classes at the time Um, really never believing it would be anything other than a hobby or Mm -hmm. just for fun. But, um, yeah, it just kind of sounded like something fun to do at the time. Yeah. What was your original major? Psychology. Oh, you wanted to be like a therapist? Um, so surprisingly, I never had any therapy classes. (laughs) I did research psychology, which I loved and I still love and I still kind of wish I was doing that (laughs) some days, but, um, I was... I was living in a tiny town, so I just thought there would never be a job opportunity for me in that, and yeah, by that point, I was taking pictures for friends and stuff, so Mm -hmm. I just decided to kind of go that route. Yeah, so once you got out of college, did you go into photography immediately, or did you kind of work your way up to doing it full-time? Yeah, so I, you know, graduated college thinking, gotta use my major, you know, that was really important to me. So I I actually worked in mental health for about a year and a half. So I, I worked at a hospital doing social work and super, super, super stressful, mm-hmm. very hard job. Like I have all the respect in the world for people that do that on a consistent basis. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I for me, I couldn't separate the two. So I was bringing the work home with me every night and just bawling my eyes out yeah. and um you know, it just it just got to be too much for me. So yeah, it's so. a high burnout job. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, that particular job, uh, the average length people worked it was six months, mm-hmm. and I was there a year and a half. So oh. I think I would have been better off to have left after six months. But oh. um, but yeah, I learned a lot and got to work, you know, in public service and work with people and. So it was a cool, you know, first out of college job. I got mm-hmm. to use my degree for a minute and mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, move on from there. I feel like that's how most of us feel about our degrees. We're like, I used it for like six months and I don't even know what happened after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it, I guess it's a little better than feeling like you never used it at all. That's you true. Know? <laughs> <laughs> this <So>. was useless. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in business school, 
most of the time when you're in business school, you're just learning about other businesses. They don't really teach you like practical. That's what I've heard. Things like this is how you apply for a business license, or this is how you do your taxes. You know, right. like unless you're like getting an accounting degree, like a business management management degree is very obscure. Like you just read about other companies the whole right. time. Basically. Sure, <laughs> and there's you know there's tons of stuff you know I learned in college for yeah. sure, and I'm a much better person because of it. Am I a hundred thousand dollars better person? I don't. <laughs> Know, but you know, I'm grateful for it. Either way. <laughs> so, how long did it take you, like, from the time you left college until like you were kind of like doing photography, like, quote unquote, full time? Ooh, that's a good question. So, it was a little interesting for me because when I made the decision to try to go full time, um, my husband and I were also moving to Atlanta. So mm-hmm. we were from uh, Northeast Tennessee, a small town, and we decided to move. So, you know, that's nerve wracking because you don't know anybody and you're kind of starting over in every sense of the word. Um, but let's see, from the time we got to Atlanta, I was working a temp job for about like September to May, something like that. So it really wasn't a long time. I mm-hmm. really probably should have kept that job a little longer <laughs> financially, but um, I was just really excited to get going. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing advertising for weddings and, you know, starting that June, you know, I had a bunch lined up. And so I just took the plunge and just quit and have been full-time ever since. That's cool. I feel like it's probably so different now because what what year did you originally start doing? Sorry. 1875. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. <clears throat> so I graduated college in 05. And so, um, oh, gosh. So, yeah, 06 we moved to Atlanta. And then 07, like June of 07 yeah. was when I went full-time. I just was trying to make the connection between, like, the timeline and, like, what social media was like back then. Because, like, sure. now, I don't know if maybe it's, like, different because now, like, everyone's a photographer. So everyone's on social media and yeah. showing their stuff. But it must have been a lot different, like, getting your name out there back then. Yeah, it was, honestly. Um, I was telling somebody the other day, you know, when I started, of course, I studied film in college and then made the switch to digital right after college. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, it was a predominantly male field, photography was, and, and a lot of older men, you know, these were, you know, 40, 50 year old men who had made a career of photography, had mm-hmm. been doing it for 30 years at that point. Um, and I think the shift kind of probably hit them the hardest for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so yeah, the digital world definitely changed a lot of things. And so then we kind of saw the shift of a lot of stay-at-home moms, you know, becoming, you know, kind of hobby photographers and then, you know, full-time photographers. And then, um, and now it, it's interesting to see people start out so young, you know, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be, you know, high school and college kids doing just really great work because they've had that digital photography you know, for so long. So, so yeah, that's been really cool. But yeah, I definitely didn't have a Facebook when <laughs> I started photography, which is great. Um, it was old school marketing. I mean, I did bridal shows, which those are obviously still around, but you know, I did, um, 
I mean, I think Yellow Pages were probably still a thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then Facebook started, and it was honestly a great way to get your name out there. And then they kind of made business pages, and now, oh, now it's not great business anymore. Business pages on Facebook suck. No, They're the worst. Yeah, they, they keep everybody from seeing your stuff. Yeah. And, back, yeah. When, back when we had one for colors, we would pay for advertising, and it like yeah. wouldn't even reach anyone. And even, even when... They, they do reach people. I feel like people don't really interact with ads on Facebook mm-hmm. a lot. And so... Yeah, it it's tricky. I'm it definitely doesn't. trying to figure that out a little more. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard to, to know the algorithms for yeah. sure. Um, so now you have how many photographers working for you? So we have a team of eight, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a few videographers and oh some... Um, well, I also have some office help, so... So, yeah, and those are not full-time employees. Right. Those are contractors, but, but yeah. Um. That's kind of a big deal, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, from, you know, solo freelancing photography to having, you know, 10 people working underneath you. <laughs> thanks. Well, it's definitely something that I wouldn't have envisioned happening in the beginning. Yeah. And it was kind of a big step to move towards that. It, it You know, it felt like kind of taking a plunge and... Um, I remember talking with some photographers at the time about what I was thinking about doing and definitely getting the vibe that they didn't really think that would work. Wow. Um, but it has, and, you know, it's it's been really fun, and, yeah, the people on our team are just wonderful. Yeah. So I imagine that's, like, something that a lot of at least successful entrepreneurs, like, the tension that they, they you know, kind of meet whenever it's like oh it can't just be me anymore and like do I expand you know to like bring other people in or do I just like keep it just me like was that a hard was that a struggle for you I mean you used to talk to other people or were you like hesitant to do it at first I was hesitant to do it in ways of like losing control yeah and I and I you know I hear from other photographers that that's a common theme as well Mm -hmm. even just letting somebody else edit your pictures or you know whatever it might be um yeah you know you kind of I guess it's very um narcissistic in a way but you kind of feel like I have to do everything Mm -hmm. you know um but that's not really a smart business decision you know that's not a smart way of thinking and for me I got to that place um honestly from a place of just not having enough boundaries and working all the time and just burnout honestly and so because of all those things that I had done wrong I got to the place where yeah I couldn't physically go on like that so it was literally do I shut down my business that I spent my 20s building and have, you know, done for a decade or so? Or do I try this other thing that may give me some more freedom and, um, you know, allow me to to keep the business Mm -hmm. and and honestly for it to grow? So I'm glad that I took the chance Mm -hmm. and it really has, um, it's given me a lot of freedom and yeah, a lot of happiness. Yeah. I mean, and and you're helping out other photographers in the process, which is cool. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the people that work for me have their own successful businesses. Mm -hmm. And so I've said from day one, like, I want this to work for both of us. I want it to not take away from your business. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think it's been a positive thing, and we, you know, we'll do education classes together and and learn different skills and talk through you know things, and so yeah. I think it's been good. That's awesome. So, do you feel like? being I guess you're kind of a boss considering you have eight contract employees like do you feel like being a boss has like taught you anything new about yourself Ooh. or you could just be like an entrepreneur <clears throat> I mean, you've been doing it for a while but <laughs> yeah um yeah so I think the thing that I have learned about myself the most in the last couple years is what a people pleaser I am <laughs> and that might be a surprising one but um <laughs> And just how, you know, you can't, you can't always be a people pleaser. No. You, you have to kind of look out for yourself first. And yeah, being a boss is, is hard sometimes because, you know, at the end of the day, I have to kind of give direction and make the calls, you know, so to speak. Um, and it's not always just what somebody else might want to do, you know? Yeah. So there, you know, there's been a few things like that, but, um, yeah, just owning a business in general, it's it's taken a lot more discipline than I probably would have thought in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been harder in a lot of ways than I would have thought, but it's but it's also been you yeah. know, really rewarding as well. The people pleaser thing is hard, and I don't think people realize how it like crosses the boundaries of your life sometimes. Like absolutely, like in my personal life, I'm definitely people pleaser, and now that I like been like you know in my career path for a while I'm like oh man like this definitely affects the way I work too and like the way the way I make like my career decisions and stuff so I feel absolutely (laughs) well even just saying no like saying no is so hard and Mm -hmm. I know that's across the board it's not just you know some people but yeah like I'll see photographers who are like you know I only shoot between 11 and 3 on Mondays and I'm like what? Like I'm <laughs> bending over backwards to do whatever somebody asks, you know, and, and there's no, like, I'm not saying my way is better. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely have had to set parameters on my calendar, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and learn how to say no. And, you know, it just, it didn't come naturally to yeah. me in the beginning. So. Well, I think it's hard because you want to like, you want to hustle and you want to make the money and you want to be successful. And so you think that telling someone no is like, you might lose like that person, but yeah, it's, it's hard to be like, I don't want money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and yeah, once you learn those boundaries and set them, it, things get so much better. Mm-hmm. It's just those are the things I didn't know in the you beginning. You did that by like getting an office, didn't you? Yes, <laughs> my life changed completely because. And this is, and I don't, you know, I I don't mind saying this. I'm this isn't like, um, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive towards the the people I was sharing an office with, but seeing their schedules was completely eye-opening to mm-hmm. me because yeah it was an adjustment for me to get up and get myself ready <laughs> to go out in public you know and be there at a decent hour in the morning sure because I'd been working at home for like you know a decade at that point yeah. but seeing them at four o'clock completely shut everything off and go home was just I mean, it was just something I didn't understand mm-hmm. because they were also small business owners. And so, you know, I had never had that boundary. I had, you know, worked sitting on my couch watching Friends reruns, you know, until midnight every night. Just <laughs> and, it, and the work never, you know, it never gets done. And it doesn't get done if you work 24 hours a day mm-hmm. either. You know, it's just one of those things. Um, 
And there was actually, I thought about this just this week on the 4th of July because it was the 4th of July and I was the only one in the office. <sighs> and I just remember, you know, on holidays, you know, you think about what are people doing? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I just had this picture in my mind of like, oh, they're like at the lake with their family <laughs> or like they're hanging out with their friends, you know, and I was just sitting there feeling like, the biggest loser because I was working and it hadn't Mm -hmm. even crossed my mind to like take the day off you Mm -hmm. know that's like the world I was living in and so I knew something had to change um so yeah getting an office was amazing for me in that regard and I definitely made changes in my personal and professional life at that point right (laughs) yeah well that's really cool so now that you've done this for 14 years, you're married. you're sorry. I keep saying that. I hope that's not offensive. You're so old. I, no. Yes, I am. That's Man, not what I mean. I need to retire. <laughs> Start getting ready for that. I have no retirement in place. Like I, oh, I work same. in an accounting firm, and like we have clients who come in that have had their retirement set up for like decades, and I'm like, I'm so yeah. not prepared. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be interesting yeah. as as this, you know, I, I feel like there's so many, millennials get a terrible rap. I'm not, you Are you know, a millennial? I'm, I'm, I'm like on the fence, you know, I'm one of those years that I get to choose. But yeah, I yeah. mean, I consider myself a millennial. Yeah. I mean, I travel, you're you cool, know, you're whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so props to millennials they don't get enough credit and i i what i see from maybe from social media maybe people i know but um i see people working really hard to do their own thing you know um and that that's not easy but it is going to be interesting to see what happens when everyone gets older and we haven't had health care and we mm-hmm. haven't had retirement plans yeah. and yeah so it's going to be interesting <laughs> hopefully we have to keep that yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now that you've been doing this for a while now, um, you are going to write a book about it all. I'm trying. Yeah, you're like I'm halfway trying. through it? Yes, sort of. Oh I, I have somebody asked me how many words I had. Somebody who like knew how to write a book. <laughs> and, I, and I had to admit to them that I wasn't using a program that counted the words. Oh, man. <laughs> but I had printed out everything, and it was about a binder full. That's, that's what I told them. So they, yeah. What program are you using that doesn't count words? They really hard. It actually does. I figured it oh. out. <laughs> I use Evernote um, for everything in oh, my life, yeah. and it separates everything, and it's great. Um, so, yeah, now I can count my words. So <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty good. But, yeah, I'm about halfway through um, – what yeah. kind of, what was the catalyst for that? When were you like, I'm going to write a book? So, oh man, in some ways I've always wanted to write a book, but not in a way that was super present in my mind, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like it would be something I thought of and then be like, yeah, I'm going to do that someday, but then never put any effort forth or think about it too much. Um, and when I was getting to the point of figuring out that I needed to shoot less and, you know, kind of have a lot more boundaries in my photography career, I knew I was going to have a lot more time on my hands. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to do something different. You know, it's, it's like, wh- I don't understand how anybody could do one thing only their whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, we're these multifaceted people. We have a lot of different interests. So, um, so yeah, I was like, trying to figure out 
I guess where another creative, you know, fulfillment would come in. And a friend of mine who I didn't know super well at the time, um, we're closer now. I was I was kind of explaining the situation to her, and she was asking me like what I enjoy doing and different things. And I guess I made the comment to her that before I ever you know went to college and became a photographer, that I used to write just mm-hmm. for fun. And she just kind of looked at me and she was like, but Katie, don't you think that's significant that you wrote before you were a photographer? And I hadn't thought of it that way. And it just, you know, that totally goes to show how powerful people's words are because Mm -hmm. that really stuck with me. And I I actually went home and I wrote it in my Evernote journal and, you know, (laughs) I was like, you know, put quotations around it. And I was like, yeah, that is significant. Um, and so I, I just started thinking about it, but also, as I mentioned, so it was something I had thought about before, like writing a book, but I never really had an idea. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one day I just did. And so that was more than anything, kind of the justification of Mm -hmm. like, okay, you've got to do this. And now these days I'm having conversations daily with people who, um, either have questions about how to start and run a business or just they're a creative of some sort Mm -hmm. and feeling really self-conscious and like they're not sure they can do it um and like I said so these conversations are happening over and over and I'm like oh my gosh I just have to write this book you know because (laughs) that's that's the story I'm trying to tell it's it's not so much a how-to book Mm -hmm. as as hopefully encouragement Mm -hmm. and I feel like in the creative world whether it's uh, photographers or musicians there's so many talented people out there but they are they're working from home they're trying to do everything on their own Mm -hmm. and and they don't necessarily know if they're good enough or if they can do it Mm -hmm. and there's so much value in just just like I said, just an encouraging word. Yeah. Um, because that's something that, you know, unfortunately in creative fields, you don't always get a lot of. I feel like a lot of the time, like we, and I include myself because I've been an entrepreneur before, like we let our weaknesses or our perceived weaknesses hold us back. Like we're like, oh, this one thing I'm really bad at. So obviously I should not do any of this. Sure. <laughs> so sure. It, do you feel like that stops a lot of people like, oh, I'm not good. Because I know mine like discipline. I'm terrible at discipline. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I think every day something stops somebody from trying. Mm-hmm. Um, even just the idea of needing to be good at something before you put in a ton of work. You yeah. know, that's that's a huge one in the creative field. Um, when I started in college in my first photography class, I was absolutely terrible. I knew nothing about the camera. <laughs> so when I, you know, when people will give me compliments and they're trying to be super sweet, but mm-hmm. they'll say, oh my gosh, I wish I had your talent or whatever, you know, and my husband's a musician and he hears the same thing all the time. And, and we're just like, yeah, we've spent years working on these skills, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so the flip side of that is if somebody has a deep desire in them to do something, but they don't think they're good at it, mm-hmm. like, that's not a reason not to try. And right. that's not a reason not to begin. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, hopefully this would just be an encouragement that you, you can actually do what you, what you want to do. 
yeah if you try (laughs) so how's writing been like what's your writing style do you like write a lot at one time or is it more like oh I thought of something or a new chapter yeah the last one (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I feel like and I who I have all the respect in the world for um actual writers (laughs) (laughs) people that have been published and um do this on a regular basis because I'll be the first to admit I had no idea how difficult this was going to be and honestly just from a discipline perspective because Mm -hmm. I know to to finish something like this you know it does take time every single day sit down write hash it out Um, Yeah, but for the first part of this process, it really was, and some of that was just my busyness, but it really was um, just if an idea pops in my head, I better do a voice memo immediately or write it down Mm -hmm. um, because I might not have time to sit down and deal with it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I might not remember it at that point. Um, But that's been super therapeutic as well to go back through those, Mm -hmm. even just listening. As I sort of transitioned out of you know, full-time photographer, which I still consider myself to mm-hmm. be, but, you know, also pursuing other things now. Um, you know, there was a lot of, I'm, I'm sort of going through the whole process myself, yeah. as, as is in the book. So there was, there was a lot of doubt, and there was a lot of just what are you doing? Who do you think you are? You know, I mean, those things don't go away for anybody. Um, so, yeah, listen listening to some of my own voice memos has been super encouraging to myself, you know, and I'm like, okay, so maybe this could help somebody else because it just, you know, helped me through the day. So So have you learned anything new about yourself since you started writing? I think the biggest thing was, um, because I think I've always considered myself a disciplined person, but writing is super challenging in that way and so I think it's it's made me realize some areas that I am not super disciplined in Mm -hmm. and and that's been good it's been good to realize okay actually this is a huge project and it is going to take time and dedication every single day Mm -hmm. and um yeah I'm not letting myself off the hook in that regard like I'm gonna gonna do it gonna finish it yeah so how do you feel like being an entrepreneur or, you know, like a business owner, like how does that add value to your life? Do you think you're happier because you're an entrepreneur? <laughs> yeah, I can truthfully say now that I am mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I think a few years back, my answer would have been really different. Mm-hmm. And it is easy when you're first getting, um, started in a business or even several years in, you know, if the business is running you and you don't have those boundaries in place, it, it can be terrible because, Mm -hmm. um, you're doing so many different jobs. That's what business owners don't get credit for. You know, you're not just, I wasn't just a photographer. Like that sounds amazing, right? Mm -hmm. That sounds so easy. Just, just do. And, and of course these are the comments, you know, some people that don't know will make to you like, Oh, so you just work like an hour a week and you just take pictures and that's so fun. And I'm like, that's just an easy way to make money. (laughs) Yeah. That was a hurtful one. But, um, you know, as it sits today is we're in July of 2017 and I did spend about an hour today working on 
my taxes from last year because those still aren't done and it's going to take me several more hours so um yeah it's just things like that you're your 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 own accountant your marketing your social media your you know learning all of those things it's just absurd um but having sort of come through that dark tunnel and gotten my priorities in place and setting those boundaries and being able to let people help me absolutely I'm I'm thrilled with my business now um I you know I have a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have had you know had it not been for the business I get to travel I get to make my own hours um so yeah if anybody's in that dark place <laughs> I would just encourage them to keep going yeah it does get better yeah overall like what do you think your message would be to someone like if you could give them a 30 second like elevator speech of like why they should go for or whatever they're wanting to do like what would you tell them what advice would you give them I guess is my question yeah well I will start by saying I'm very sensitive to the fact that um, no two paths are the same. And so I never want to treat anybody else like, you know, here's three steps to happiness. Like, you know, just do what I did and you'll be great. You know, that I think everybody knows that's not the case. And it's going to be hard for sure. Um, But as a whole, I just really believe in people. And I, I think if something is important to you, it's worth going after. I, I don't think, you know, you have ideas and dreams inside you by accident. Um, so whatever it is, if it's like you, you really, really want to be an accountant or you really want to build houses or you want to be a stay-at-home mom, like it doesn't have to be you know, an artistic field even, or, or Mm -hmm. what have you. Um, even though that's kind of what we talked about today, but, um, I just really believe people have interests, you know, for a reason. And so I think if it's there, please make every effort to go towards it. You know, don't listen to the excuses that you're never going to run out of excuses. Um, but I think, you know, maybe I'm a little naive, but I think if there's a will, there's a way. And yeah. it might take a lot of hard work. Um, most definitely will, but I think it'll be worth it also. Yeah. That's great. I like that. Thanks. So wrapping up here, my final question for you yes. <laughs> is, what is one thing that you are doing right now to live the life that you want? It's a, it's personal. (laughs) Um, no. And well, I'll start with the broad statement, um, that probably just sounds cheesy and rehearsed, but honestly making time for myself, Mm -hmm. um, has been huge for me because I am a people pleaser and I did come from having no boundaries. So even just the smallest thing of like, I'm taking a 10 minute coffee break, you know, can, can be monumental on a more personal level, what that looks like for me right now is I am trying to be super conscious of, uh, what I put in my body and exercising more because, you know, let's face it. I want to, I want to be healthier. I want to be stronger. And that's just something I'm trying to do for myself right now. Um, so yeah, 
Just cool. making time for all of that. That sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. I love how, like, that could be so different for anyone. For anybody. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think the important thing to pay attention to is what are some areas you've neglected in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're trying, you know, if you're trying to be better to yourself or make time for yourself, yeah, what is something you haven't thought about, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and just give yourself some time. It's amazing what a little bit of time, you know, can really do to change even your outlook on life. In your perspective. Yeah. Know. Very cool. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm so thank excited. You. <laughs> I hope it was helpful. Yeah. Interesting. Definitely. <laughs> um, where can we find you again? KatieSnyderPhotography.com? Yeah. In my blog, KatieSnyder.com. Cool. Awesome. Go check her out, guys. She's super talented. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Carol. Production, which is slowly getting better, I think, is done by yours truly. The theme music is by Will Hollowfield Music, and the interlude music is a song called We're a Lot Like Trees by Paper Lights. For links to all this and more, go to RagingLadyBoner.com.